If we don't record this, no one will believe us. If you don't help us, we don't know what will happen. The disappearances keep coming. And coming. And the forest keeps its secrets. So, for the last time this year, dear listeners. Grab some tea. And your conspiracy board. Because we are. Live live from from Averno. Welcome back to another scintillating look at our freaky little corner of the world. So we realized last week that we're getting more and more listeners who aren't students here. The analytics are getting crazy, y'all. Seriously. So a a lot of you probably don't know that much about a new school. Not surprising, given that it barely has a functional website. And if you ask most people about it, they just think it's that other one in New York. Honestly, a ripoff. Bad architecture, too. So anyways, while we covered the DCM and some of the myths and legends of Averno, we didn't really talk much about our school. Plus, after looking at the myths, it seems like the school might have a bigger role in the whole mystery than we thought. The cryptids, the crests, it's all seeming a little suspicious to me. More than suspicious. Spooky, even. I mean, I'm not saying I have a conspiracy board or you anything. You definitely have a conspiracy board. Maybe, can neither confirm. In fact, at least two. Okay. But, I mean, even I'm starting to think that there might be something more to these cryptids and myths than I first thought. Yes, welcome to the dark side. We have madness and sexy, sexy cryptids. (laughs) So, it's time to look closer at this school. A basic overview. A new school was founded in Averno Township, just outside the borders of the town. It's kind of this weird mismatch of a bunch of old properties all, like, jumbled together. The Holy House of God Cathedral, an old grain farm and processing plant, this old cottage by the edge of the woods... Apparently, some private investor decided that it was the perfect place for a school. Uh, yes, an abandoned factory with, like, old machinery, free-heeled megachurch, and a cabin in the woods. The strongholds of the American education system. Oh, but you can't forget the best part. The castle. Of course. You can't have a strange and mysterious university without a good castle. I mean, apparently that's what this investor thought. So, according to school records and the town newspaper, in June 1971, two odd things happened in Averno. On Sunday, a construction crew arrived with all the materials needed to rebuild the reconstruction of an 18th century castle. Okay, see, but what they don't tell you is that they ran out of money three quarters of the way through, so the back Mm. of the castle is just like spray-painted plywood, insulation foam painted to look like rock, and that weird concrete stuff they use in those amusement parks that always look like they're on their way to being abandoned. Well, I'm reading primary source material. Fine. On Monday, seven letters arrived in the post office. Every day, a different stranger came and picked up one letter. By Saturday, the private investor funding the castle had completely run out of money. The construction was halted, leaving the backside of the castle to be hastily covered up with old wood and clapboard sightings. That night, the post office was locked up for the weekend, with one letter remaining. It was gone when the postmaster returned on Monday. And that morning, the six departments and rumored seventh were established, and acceptance letters began going out. Bum, bum, bum! So while we know a lot about how the department functions today, the founder, the headmaster, and even the first department heads still have a lot of mystery. Which means it's the perfect topic for us. Since then, the school has continued to grow and change with each department finding a home that fits their needs. The departments are pretty common knowledge for for us, but for our non-locals, this is for you. The Department of Dead Languages. The students of this department study linguistics, ancient languages, cryptography, and well, what they call the languages of the gods. You know, your average brontoscopy, haruspicy, etc. Haruspicy? Looking at liver lobes. Ah, Hmm. that's how the gods have chosen to communicate? Evidently. DDL took over the old Cracker Core grain mill and are known for being, eh, loners. When they're in the mill, they 
don't really speak any modern language. They kind of have a thing for embodying death. They call them the ghost tongues. Lovely. And this is why I prefer my own department, Lost Histories. Are you sure it's not just because of the hammock tower? Okay, maybe it's a bit because of the hammock tower. DLH focuses on history, archaeology, anthropology, mythology. We live in the renovated Holy House of God Cathedral. You share the cathedral. Mm, I like to ignore that part, but fine. We share it. We live on the first floor. In the library. We live in the library. Okay, why do you say that like it's a bad thing? There are hammocks between all the shelves and so much coffee everywhere. And the big cushy armchairs and the yeah, fireplaces. Yeah, we get it. Dark academia hoser in DLH. And of course, you'll know all about DCM for students studying the darker arts. Criminology, psychology, with just a sprinkle of forensics and religious studies. We live in the Crooked Cottage. Next is the Department of Creation and Instruction. DCD is chemistry, physics, arts. They're the cottage core kids, but also like pyromaniacs. Arsonists. And scientists. They live in the silo in the barn, but honestly, they're just usually drinking tea in the garden. Uh, just don't ask them what plants they're growing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I went uh, freewheeling in that garden once. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I don't remember much of that weekend. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Next is the Department of Hidden Sequences. Code-breaking biology and music, but above all, the patterns that run beneath the surface of the world and connect all things. They are the true mix of method and madness. They live in the birdcage, basically this like multicolored glass Rubik's Cube on top of the DDL's old grain mill. They're a bunch of Einsteins on Molly. Are we allowed to say that on air? Mm, we're going with it. All right. Uh, the Department of Higher Powers, or DHP. They're one of the most straightforward, but also mysterious departments. With the crest of the three-headed snake, uh, the higher powers study theology, medicine, and witchcraft. Their studies follow what it means to be human, but also what it means to become god. They're all so hot. Because you have a massive god complex. They're all so hot. Okay, yeah, they okay. are. Like, some of them just wear ball gowns, like, to school. And this, like, dark lipstick. And they hang out in the greenhouse, like, in the dead of winter. And it's, just... They're, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. Anywho, um, what's next? Uh, Dewey. Not is... beautiful. <laughs> Dewey is the last rumored department. Uh, while some departments study God and others study to become God, Dewey is what would happen if you threw all that out the window and made Mothman your God. Or maybe made Mothman's booty your God. <laughs> they, uh, not only believe in the magic of this world, but they're going to find it. And honestly, like, Dewey is the true cryptid. It's true. And now that you've been introduced to all the departments, we thought it might be fun to introduce some, some notable alumni that we found while pounding back monsters in the archives. Excuse me, I was not pounding back monsters. Sipping coffee, whatever. Mm -hmm. Earl Grey. <sighs> all right, notable alumni. The Jersey Devil. That is not confirmed. He had a mullet. That doesn't make... Mm. Jersey Devil. Maria Lavender is a DCD student who developed a serum that allowed pumpkins and also onions to grow to the size of a small cottage. They kind of became the inspiration for the carriage from Shrek. It seems to only work on squashes and various tubers though, which is kind of strange. Huh. Mm, Alex Correa was part of the team that developed dream tracking software, a member of the DHS. I think that the goal was to like find dream patterns, you know, like when five people dream the same dream. It didn't really work, but it definitely made for some trippy YouTube videos. Look them up, but make sure you're taking care of yourself first. <laughs> and then there's Noah from DDL. He was the first person to translate the entire webcomic Homestuck into Latin. I don't, I don't really know what Homestuck 
is, but it made it to the board of notable alumni, oh so I'm sure God. it's a thing. Did you grow up under a rock? Uh, in the forests of Washington. There you go. Uh, from DCM, well, we don't really want to publish their name, but they created this entire literary universe and have, like, a huge following now. Like the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Like Marvel. Hmm. From DLH came Ava Renee, an activist and revolutionary. Last I heard, they were doing a cross-cultural study on the impacts of boomerism. DCD Kayla is a musical sensation. They orchestrated an entire symphony using only explosive devices. My friend Lane is graduating this year, but I already know she's going places. Uh, she's making a series of coming-of-age no novels and movies about cryptids. God, I love this school. Yeah, Hallmark, here we come. <laughs> and then I have one final surprise for you guys. Oh my god. Is it a clue in the case? Uh, no. That's, that's still cold, unfortunately. Rats. But it is cool. So when we were going through the archives, I found this weird old book. Always promising. And it's by a local Averno author. Oh, this gonna be good. And so I was thinking I could read you a story on air. Oh, please. So it's supposed to be a kid's book, but you know, it's Averno, so kids, this is not the place for you. All right, here goes. Once upon a time, deep in the woods, where it is so quiet that the mice can hear their own breathing, a little girl went walking in search of some honey. The silence echoed all around her until she began humming to remind herself that she was alive. The forest liked the sound of her humming, and it sent a very fine escort of squirrels to watch her. They sat in every tree, eyes fixed on her like a thousand black marbles. After a while, another humming joined the mix. A small bumblebee landed on the girl's arm and began echoing her song. The girl added lyrics, and the two sang together as they plodded along, thorns catching on her dress, her legs, tearing little rips as they tried to drag her back. Oh, Mr. Honeybee, won't you sing my song with me? Take me deep into your lair, let me taste of the golden treasure there. Oh, little Mr. Bee, let me drink your honeyed mystery. More and more bees appeared around the girl, catching on her dress, tangling in her hair, alighting on her fingertips and pulling her deeper to the deepest wood. When she arrived at the tree, she knew she'd found the place. A massive, hollowed-out trunk, thick enough that she could lay down and stretch out like a sticky feathered bed. It hummed with the voices of a million bees. She stepped inside, ran her hand down the wall and let the honey dribble along her arms. She brought her fingers to her lips. When she finally took a taste, she knew everything. And she knew not to take what's not yours. Holy shit. On air. I, yeah, holy snot. Ew. Uh, I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> Your filter is so broken. <laughs> I know. Okay, anyways, but like, did I ever mention that there are beehives in like all of the eaves of the Crooked Cottage? Wait, seriously? Yeah, the cottage hums in the spring. Okay, well, uh, I guess that's something to investigate next year. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, next year. <clears throat> but now it's time for the school bulletin board, because nothing sets the tone for a new school like passive-aggressive notices and vague announcements. School bulletin board. The staff meeting in the Holy House of God Cathedral has been rescheduled, as certain department heads are refusing to enter a house that was once considered holy. We have refrained from rescheduling again before the end of summer. Please join us next fall in the DCM tunnels. 
Students are reminded the use of charms and spell bags, herbal or otherwise, are considered banned during all tests and examinations. Secondly, the cursing of other students or members of staff is highly discouraged. DCD seniors are reminded to take their portraits with them when they graduate. The freshmen need the space, and we don't need to be reminded of them anyways, and the rest of this looks kind of smudgy. Like someone was crying on it. Not, not it. <laughs> the bean hunt has ended this year as it was founded hidden in the shell of the DHS snail. The bean is now in custody of the Department of Higher Powers. While the Department of Hidden Sequences successfully guarded it for the past three months, DHP made a surprise raid right before the midnight cutoff. Congratulations to students Caleb Sykes and Matthew Denver. Well wishes can be sent to the infirmary, where they're currently being treated for mild hallucinations after touching the DHS snail. Rest well over the summer. The hunt begins again on the first day of fall. Oh, well, the bean hunt's over for the year. Can you believe it? I know. Yikes, those poor students, though. Shouldn't know better than to touch that snail. Hey, anything for the bean. What's this, a competitive spirit? The traditions here matter, and the bean hunt is not something to be taken lightly. For those that don't know, there's a tradition here surrounding a magic bean. It's not magic, but it is special. Fine, surrounding a special bean. You're a special bean. <laughs> the department who guards it can hide it anywhere in their department or around the school, and the other departments have to try to find it. Normally, it moves around pretty fast and can sometimes get a little vicious. Uh, every few weeks or a month at most. Uh, but Hidden Sequences has had it for the past... Three months. Honestly, they have an unfair advantage. I mean, I can't even find the exit to that maze, and they hid it in the shell of a secret snail in a never-ending, like, disco rave labyrinth. I mean, come on. Hey, somebody found it, so clearly it was possible. Wait, is that why you got so lost in the maze earlier this year? I mean, maybe. And here I was thinking you were having some secret love affair and partying with a rave student. Well, do I really seem like the type to have a secret love affair? Okay, point taken. You know what this means, right? That I might actually be able to find the bean next year? Okay, no, that's impossible. But it means that the year is really almost over. I know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Hey, are you coming to my play at the end of the year? We're doing a uh, Bacchae. Okay, that definitely doesn't sound like you. <laughs> hey, I have hidden depths. And your nerdiness knows no bounds. But of course I'm coming, Quinn. I wouldn't miss it for the world. What? It's been a whole year. God, do you remember Halloween? When Nova got food poisoning from off-brand candy at Owls? I told her it was a bad idea, but I mean, she was a woman on a mission. <laughs> no stopping her. Yikes. <laughs> Do you remember that time we got up at sunrise and drove into the mountains? Oh my god, and then we had breakfast at Skyline. <laughs> Poor Ruth. She and Summer had to deal with Nova, Cicero, and I after literally every rehearsal. Damn. It seems like so long ago that I DM'd you on that old Instagram account. What was it? Found in Averno? Oh my god, yeah. It's amazing what that one message did, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Do you remember meeting in Dolores's pie shop? Oh my god. Now look at us. Many, many pies later. So many pies. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a little bit more traumatized. And maybe not a whole lot closer to solving the mystery. Oh, poor listeners. They started this podcast trying to help us figure out what happened to James Turner, and now... Now they're just listening to us nerding out, gossiping about our school, and reading weird shit we find in the library. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since James went missing. We've looked and investigated and tried, but at the end of the day... End of the day, we're just us. And things happen. School. New friends. Life. Plays. The bean hunt. Bean hunt. Drama. Drama! We, 
We didn't forget though. We didn't stop looking for him. I know, Glenn. Do you think they're alive? James? Are your friends? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But hey, we'll try again next year. We're just getting started. I'm gonna miss you for break. I'm gonna miss you too. But we'll be back. And for one last time, the Averno Town Newsletter. Camp Averno would like to remind the Averno Scouts that they have until June 1st to vacate the cabins. After that, the truce is over and everything is considered fair play. Owl's Grocery is having a summer blowout sale on all cuts of meat larger than nine pounds. Cook with the whole family. <laughs> Dolores's Pie Shop is once again selling its bloody good blackberry pie. With warmer weather comes the uncontrollable urge to sink your body into local bodies of water. Don't, unless it's the Averno Public Pool, now 27 feet deep. Skyline Diner is selling its world-famous bloody better than the other guy blackberry pie with a side of ice, no cream. If you're departing our town for any reason, remember that we will always be waiting for your return. So, I guess that's it. Biddy's doing one last Grateful Dead marathon, so I guess we gotta skedaddle. Skedaddle? <laughs> Come on. Uh, but we'll miss you over break, dear listeners. But don't worry about us. The mics may be off, but we're still getting back together again. Road trip? Road trip. And I'll be bringing the best from Owls. <laughs> You're the best. So before we go, hit that subscribe button and check out our Patreon. The candy may be off-brand, but it doesn't come cheap, and we go through a lot of red swizzle sticks here. So for the last time, until next year... We have been... Live, live from, from Averno. Hey, um, uh, after we finished recording, something happened, and I wanted to add this before, before the episode aired. Um, I can't tell you guys too much more right now, but I, I found it. I found James Turner's body.